Good morning, and welcome to another episode. I'm V, a co-host of the ACE podcast, along with Kay. Woo, we discuss all things pertinent to the world, and today, since it's bright and early in the morning, we're thinking of something more lighthearted and chit-chatty. So, Kay, I haven't spoken to you in a while. How have you been? Hello. Thank you for asking. Um, I've been doing well. So as high school seniors, we both have a week left of first semester. So that's all I've been looking forward to these days. Um, how about you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm senior slumping a bit too early since I have a lot of tests and research papers next week. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to just experiment with new things. That's a bit vague, but yeah, I've just been trying to get out there and do more so yeah that's also big so um last week i was on a call with a friend or something and it was it was like 1 a.m and then all of a sudden i i had the brilliant idea that i would get a skateboard or or more accurately a longboard which is an easier form of a skateboard and um it was quite consumerist materialist of me <laughs> but um i've just been going out on the the kind of slopes near my house near the high school as well uh with my dad and i've been experimenting it's going pretty well actually so i think i will continue yeah very cool did you learn any new tricks or are you uh, just like riding <laughs> down the slope i spent yeah i'm just riding down the slope i spent the first two three days just trying not to fall off mm, but it's I actually see. pretty easy to learn so oh. i would recommend it <laughs> that's great what um about anything you? else oh, oh um no let's take turns we should go oh okay yeah i guess we can alternate um something new hmm i haven't been doing anything new per se but there are like some aspects of my life that I really want to um, expand on, I guess, or do more of. Yeah. Um, and so for me, that has been talking slash hanging out with my friends, um, which includes like going on walks um, and also calling them, um, initiating get-togethers, things of that end. That's cute. I like the idea. Thank you. Have you have you been actualizing it, or is it just something you intend to do after uh, first semester? Both. So oh, okay. I started doing it. Um, I think around the like mid January, um, but I um, intend to do more of it as the, as time goes on. Sweet. I like it. Okay, back to you. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. Socialization is definitely something I, I would like some more of. But I think everyone would like some more of. Um, but for me, I have been trying to read more books. I've started reading mm. more books. Um, since winter break, I think I've read about five books. Oh, so, wait, that's like a lot. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, well, there's some books that are that are not really books. Some of them are audiobooks, 
and they're only two hours long. So, um, not sure if that counts, but there's also like other books. I've been reading some realistic fiction, so The Joy Luck Club by Amy Tan, if you want to ever book club it with me, because it talks about Asian American identity, I am up for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another what are one some that of, I've, what, oh, yeah. what are some of your favorite books um, of the five? Um, so The Joy Luck Club probably stands the highest because Ooh. it's just very personal. Uh, I, I was able to relate to a lot of aspects of the culture and the experiences they described. Another book that I liked, I talked to you a bit about this, I think, uh, is called The Coddling of the American Mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's not as though it's anti-liberalism, it's just anti-a lot of phenomenons that are seen on the left side of politics. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the main thing that it talks about is that before college students were at the forefront of free speech is good, but now they seem to be at the forefront of cancel this speaker, don't let them come to speak at the school, or like don't let people say this or read this or don't let teachers teach this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a simplification of the book, but it's definitely a different perspective. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, on the topic of new things that we've done in our lives, what is your New Year's resolution? <laughs> yeah, um, so I don't have like, I guess like a list of New Year's resolutions that I think usually most people do. Um, I don't know, when I think of New Year's resolutions, I just think of like one sentence goals that people have for themselves and that they set for that year. Um, So I don't have that per se, but I think I've said, um, I'm just like considering, I guess I'll just take you through the process of creating my New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, like I kind of, I'm not the type of person who's really great with setting long-term goals. And for me, a year is like pretty long because I tend to like Mm -hmm. tip off, um, like November and then like December is usually one of my worst months of the year. Um, so where you yeah. mean to tell me you keep up a goal from January till October, and November is only one okay. Day. Well, not I guess it's it's kind of like a like a roller coaster. Um, like some things are consistent, some things wane off. Um, mm-hmm. But usually, I'm like pretty good with keeping most goals until like the last quarter of the year. That's um, fair. Yeah. And so, um, of course, we are both seniors, and now that we're heading into second semester, we would have a lot of time um, on our hands. Um, And then, in addition to that, we have, like, summer, and then, like, the beginning of college, which is crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. But I think this, like, time period is, like, really important because I will never get to experience another time like this, I think. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like some people may say, oh, but what if you're like a senior in college wanting to go to grad school or something? But I think it's like so different because like by that time, I would be a quote unquote adult. Mm-hmm. There will probably be some things in adulthood that I have to worry about. Um, and so I guess it's kind of like my last um, like it's like the tipping off of the hat to my adolescence in a way. Ooh, I like that image. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that, I think, was kind of what I um, envisioned as I created my New Year's resolutions. Um, so they're, mo- they're not anything new. Um, as I said before, I want to hang out with like more people uh, but because I have all this time, there are certain aspects of self-care that I want to indulge in more. So those are like, I decided to keep it abstract, like doing self-care um, for now, because um, I think they may pop up in various ways. So for example, like you read a bunch of books and I would like to get on that train of reading more books. Um, of course, like exercising, spending more time with family, um, things on that end. Yeah, I would say those are like, that's like my main vision for my resolution. Oh, so you're saying that you usually have a bunch of goals that are, what you said, more on the abstract side and that touch upon a lot of areas of your life, right? Yes. Cute. Um... Yeah, my New Year's resolution is very similar. Um, it's it's something that I have not done in previous years, so who knows? Who knows how it'll work out? Um, I've watched a lot of bullet journal spreads by you know Amanda Ratchley, all these people, and they when they have when they do the spreads for the beginning of the year, a lot of them do a theme, and. Well, usually a theme is in like the art sense, but I just I was thinking that I could do a theme for a year itself. Like, what is the one thing that I want to focus on this year, and what are the ways that I can actualize that? So for me, the word that I chose this year was um, enjoyment. Mm. Yes. Yes. Um, because as you said, second semester is the time off summer is also more time off I can enjoy myself in summer without having to like work towards extracurriculars because I've like no extracurriculars and I'll be doing something new in college um and just focusing on the yeah just focusing on being less anxious in general yeah that's very wholesome Mm -hmm. very cool yeah, and um, along your lines, I also want to socialize mm-hmm. more. But that's quite difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we just have to make the most of what we have. Mm-hmm. So for you, are there any difficulties you're having so far with your your themes, your, your goals? Or what are some possible worries that you have? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'm facing any difficulties so far um granted like i kind of started my new year's resolutions not 
on January 1st, but, like, literally last week or something. (laughs) Um, So, like, I'm not really sure, but there can be, like, some potential difficulties, I think. Um, I mean, there's always, like, the chance of me... Like, right now, it's, like, that New Year's motivation that really drives everyone. But will it sustain itself, I guess? And, um, yeah, I think, yeah, maintaining my New Year's resolutions, um, I think might be a bit difficult. Um, being so consistent. that it's, like, motivation to persist in it? Yes. Motivation um, and consistency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, consistency is a big one. Like, mm. it's all that I hear productivity people talk about. And my mom, um, when she's trying to get me to practice violin. But, but yeah, it's definitely quite tough. Um, yeah. What about me, you? I, okay, my year felt as though it ended when winter breaks started. Because... It just, it just came that way. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so I started to actualize it over winter break, and it was pretty good. I hung out with some friends. Um, but recently, I think, like, it's not because of there's any animosity or anything, but a lot of people are busy because it's the end of the first semester. And it's just, like, all at once they've been canceling on plans for, for oh. this week. So it's, uh-huh. I mean, I understand because they're like, oh, I have two research papers or I have, I have a really big math midterm, but it's a, it's just a little bit sad. Yeah. Um, on another note, uh, I was recently contact traced. I will be free. I'm free today, actually. So, hooray. But yeah, I've been holed up in my room for the past 10 days. Oh, is, oh my God. Is, yeah, it's hard, but yeah, I'm free now. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's great. Woohoo. Okay, so I know you said that, well, I think that both of us are taking on something a little bit different stylistically in terms of what the traditional one-sentence New Year's resolution looks like. Um, mm-hmm. Did you ever adhere to that one-sentence New Year's resolution in the past? What were some of your previous resolutions? Yeah, that's a good question. Um... I think I've, yeah, I've definitely done, like, one-sentence New Year's resolutions before. Um, also, like, I don't know if this counts, but I would usually do, and I and I would still probably do it, um, like, school year resolutions for, like, oh, the yeah. new school year. I just find that it works best in terms of, I don't know, like the prospect of my life um, as a student. And so some of my previous ones were a little uh, like unrealistic in a way um, because I think, yeah, like we're all, I think at the beginning of a new year, we're always on this high. And sometimes we overestimate what we can achieve. And so I think most of my previous New Year's resolutions fell in that boat um, of being like very hard to achieve. So 
I would end up just not achieving it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I feel that. What if you're comfortable sharing? What were some of them? Yeah. No. Definitely. So, things like、um, I'm going to exercise like three to five times a week, or、um, uh, what were some some other things? I'm going to. Study for at least a week on all of my tests, <laughs> things like that. They were, I think, maybe they were. The problem was like the specificity of it, which is why I made my resolution a bit more abstract. Oh, interesting. But yeah, I think that's kind of like the root of the problem. But yeah, what about you? What were some、um... of your past resolutions? Last year, my New Year's resolution was to get a bid in debate, which is like, I don't know, a prestigious standing in debate. It's called getting a bid, but、um, yeah, well, that didn't happen. So <laughs> it is what it is.、Uh, I kind of foresaw it coming though because I was really not. I was straight up not having a good time there, and yeah, I don't really know why I tried so hard to do so well when I. Didn't like it at all,、um, and then in previous years, yeah, I I had exercise on there on my list a couple of times as well,、um, and I think like for most of the beginning of high school and middle school, it was like my res my resolution was to lose weight,、uh, none of which occurred, none of which successfully long term occurred,、mm -hmm. but yeah, so this year I am hoping to focus on something. More spiritual. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I really like that the spiritual aspect,、um, mm -hmm. because everything starts from like the mindset, right?、Um, like, that is where you start to execute or think about executing different actions. So it's important to focus on that first and really get to know it better. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because、mm -hmm. um, like. Uh, for your goal about studying a week in advance, I mean, if the mindset, well, first off, I just don't think that's necessary because I think you are smart and you don't have to study an entire week in advance. You could probably cram it into the last three days. But like, insofar as your mindset is that, oh, I hate school, I don't like education, I hate tests, it's not going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, and I definitely think that stood for like exercising as well. Like,、mm -hmm. I want. I think I framed it under the guise of like being healthier, but that I think it was really or yeah, it was under that guise. But in actuality, I think it was more about like different insecurities that I had about like body image,、mm -hmm. and also、um, yeah, just body image. I think so. I feel that. Yeah.、Um, I've heard. I've read a lot of, well, I've seen a lot of, like, goal setting videos, and the interesting thing is that they always say specificity is good. To to take a New Year's resolution, break it down into monthly goals, break that down into weekly goals, have a set, if it's if it's losing weight, then set a meal schedule, set an exercise schedule, yada yada yada.、Um, but for us, we're we're. Undertaking more abstract themes.、Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Do you think? Yeah. Hmm. I'm just wondering, because ours, it seems as though our success stories with the previous style, the specific styles, were unobtainable. Um, but this year, in terms of, like, this year we're choosing more abstract, less specific goals, which means, like, do you think that they're, what do you think your success rate will be for, for this, or success probability? Oh, hmm, I think I will do well this year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I have... I have high hopes for myself. Um, I just think it's more so that, like, I know I talked about um, kind of, like, the framework I view creating my resolutions from, which is, like, this whole hat-tipping to hat-tipping to my adolescence. And I think that's, like, something I'm just, like, really, like, I really... Um, I don't want to say desperate, but it's something that I desire to do because for the past couple of years um, of my childhood um, and my teenagers, I've just spent it so much on like school, extracurriculars, college, and I think I've like missed out so much of that. So I really want to make up for it um so in that sense I do have high hopes for myself because I just know that internally and externally I think at least that's what I think for now um that I really want to achieve it um but as for that on that topic of like specificity and those like youtubers yeah I've like seen a couple youtube videos on their new year's resolutions um yeah, and they were quite specific, but I think that's, like, a little draining and unrealistic, in a sense, because, first of all, you have to create all these goals for your new year, like, even, like, this girl I saw, she was, like, she created, like, five, like, themes and, like, branches from those themes, something weird like that. Um, I don't exactly remember, but like if it works for some people, good for them, but I just don't think that will happen because life is like so unexpected at times. You can never know what's going to happen and breaking it down to monthly and weekly goals, doing all of that work and to just see something not come into fruition because of some unexpected happenstance is um, something I would like to avoid because that might not be great for like my mentality mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely um because if you get sidetracked one week then the entire schedule changes and sometimes there are just ebbs and flows and it's not as though it's completely out of your control but it is harder to control yeah um, definitely i've have you heard of Matt Diavella on YouTube? Oh, I think so. Is he the YouTuber with like super high quality, like HD? Yes. Like <laughs> videography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. 
he he's a big um like not founder but he's a big follower of minimalism and just self-improvement in general oh matt development yeah no okay. he should actually <laughs> change his name but honestly. yeah so um last year his um his New Year's resolution was to take on 12 different New Year's resolutions, one for each month. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them was like cutting out coffee, another was meditating every day. Um, I think he didn't have good experiences with that one, actually. Another one was taking cold showers every single day. Um, so think what you will of that. But he, not to say he's succeeded every single day but overall he succeeded in all of the resolutions and he would create monthly videos about about each of them um and it seems as though he has quite quite indeed yeah i'm i'm, I'm just like not sure how he, um he's so diligent with every single thing that he does um that was kind of a tangent I am wondering, mm. if you have, like, a specific goal, maybe it's to exercise every day, or to lose weight, or, or to read, um, to what extent should you share that progress on social media? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, because, on one hand, I think with this Matt YouTuber, wait, was it Diavella? Diavella, yeah. Diavella, yeah. Um, so I think in part, I think a large part of why he was able to succeed more or less on this New Year's resolution of his was because he had accountability, um, through social media. He, I'm pretty sure he had like a video at the beginning of the year kind of like stating that that Mm -hmm. was going to be his New Year's resolution. So in that sense and i'm sure if he's like a full-time youtuber that's like his job so (laughs) in some sense he like has to do it but yeah we don't know if he actually like truly enjoyed doing it on one hand well maybe he like reflected on he made a video reflecting on all his like uh different habits um in the past 12 months but we don't really know like what happened like the intricacies of it i guess like what was going on his mind on like weeks that were really bad for him or things uh, things like that but i guess trying to address the actual like the core of the question um i mean it definitely depends on people like how much they want because like there's accountability but there's also like a sense of validation that comes along with it i think once Mm -hmm. you share some things on social media like hey i'm showing you guys what i'm doing um i think people a lot of people use social media for like validation in one sense or the other um including me so i think in order to help me not 
like it's always like a balance of like um what I think I'll get out of it by sharing my progress on social media I probably won't um because I think that'll just stress me out more um yeah the stress of accountability first of all because I want to like as you said like your theme was enjoyment it's kind of similar in the sense that I want to be a little more forgiving of myself that's why like my resolution is so abstract but I also think that other people's validation won't help me validate myself um, and I really want to learn how to do that myself first so I will ah, not so it's like creating mm-hmm. your internal locus of control oh that's a very very psychology uh, terminology hard vocabulary <laughs> yeah yeah um I think hmm I think what you're saying definitely makes sense I would err on I think I err on the side of more sharing I'm just by heart and overshare almost so I think that like it's not even about validation because I post most of my things on a finsta where like most people just don't look at it (laughs) but Mm -hmm. um I just think that having a compendium an organized way to keep everything um because for some reason I just like don't use other photo um compiling devices but like yeah I just think that it's an easy way to hold yourself accountable but at the same time it's not crazy because I know my friends aren't going to be like oh you didn't follow your resolution that's so bad they're just going to be like haha yeah whatever yeah yeah I think it's a good way to like document different things Mm -hmm. because um I know a lot of people use your finstas and I think you also kind of use a finsta almost like a diary like a photo diary yeah pretty much um um, yeah. But I'm wondering if, for example, my goal is to enjoy myself and I end up like posting a, a lot of photo diaries. I like that word, photo diaries. And I end up posting a lot on that Finsta. Um, do you think that that's, that's like, if that were to hurt someone else's feelings because they don't see themselves enjoying life as much? um yeah to that end what like what's the creator's role in posting their content oh yeah this this question of the role of the influencer um i'm gonna kind of go off a tangent for a moment but in like britain um or the uk rather there, I think they proposed some kind of bill or some law that would hold influencers accountable for what they post. So, um, influencers would have to publicly state that their photo was photoshopped or um, like touched up, edited, something like that. And I don't really like that idea because I, th- I just think that anytime when a government comes in to surveil <laughs> a bunch of people, I just don't really know how I feel about that. Um, but on that end, um, it's kind of like a, 
Yeah, the creator's rule. So, I, I don't think it is anyone's moral obligation to look out for potential um, hurt feelings um, or any like potential bad habits that may form out of someone's posts, anything like that. So I think you can share as much as you as you'd like. Um, I think just going into social media, one has to not every like not a lot of people do this because like social media is so accessible. But I think it's really important to think that when you're going into social media and you're you start using it, you have to be cognizant of the fact that no one like it's a realm of um it's a realm of utopia almost or not a utopia but like um like something unreal something like fake in a Uh, sense but it's not like fake that's the word that i'm looking for Unreal. I think unreal because my brain cannot think of anything else. Yeah, there's going to be some like unrealness that you'll find on social media. And you have to be aware of that. Um, And I don't think anyone should have to look out for other people. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay, I'm kind of, you know that, that beach ball? Yeah, I'm kind of, my brain's kind of going through that right now. I see everything that you're, I think I get everything that you're saying. Um, and that it's not like a friend's moral obligation to look out for one another in that sense. But do you think that there should be any kind of, not obligation, but like, maybe it's a good idea, but not an obligation? Like, do you think it crosses into that boundary? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think it is a good idea. A good that idea we do look like. out for others. Okay, but hmm. Oh yeah, it doesn't have to be on social media either. I just yeah, I think social media. People know that, like by now, people know that it's a space of this this fantasy. Um, so I think they can be fine in that sense. But if there's someone who's like suffering hurt feelings from looking at from FOMO, um, I think there are other ways to look out for each other to that end. Yeah, I think so. Um, but in that, on that note, that would be kind of something that's like taken out of the social media realm, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, um well i could go on a tangent about social media but no let's talk about let's talk about goal setting have you ever read those like self have you seen those self-improvement books oh yeah definitely Uh uh-huh it's like how to win friends and influence people um yeah there's charismatic and make people listen how to form good habits um 
the titles are all like pretty like eye-catching not gonna lie there's one like how to be a badass or something i remember um yeah have you have you looked at any of them what are your thoughts on them i actually want to try reading more of them this year because i've (laughs) never i've never like read any of them i would just see them like on the shelves Mm-hmm. And I would think like, oh, that's cool, but I just don't have the time to read them. But of course, now that I have more time, I would like to experiment and see what the hype is all about. Um, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on um, these books? So I actually funny story. I want to give the backstory to this. On my oh, birthday yes. in October, one of my mom's friends gave me a book. And it's called the something to do with charisma. How to be more charismatic. The charisma myth. The, the myth being that only some people have charisma when it's something that everyone can develop. And so she was like, oh, here's a book. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And she said, okay, make sure you take notes on it. When you're done, send me them. And yeah, we can talk about it together. And I was like, you, your birthday present to me was to give me a homework assignment and send you my notes. But <laughs> that's so funny. Um. So I haven't done that yet, and it's January, <laughs> but I I read like the first two, three, four, first first couple of chapters, and it's it's very simplistic, I would say. It's just like, oh, here's one aspect of charisma you need to work on. Maybe it's listening better. Here are five tips for that. Here's the study that shows this. The conclusion, more studies, and it's yeah, it's very formulaic in my experience not to say i have a whole lot of experience but it seems almost more like a study guide than anything and i think that honestly there self-help books are proliferated everywhere there are new books every day but it's like it's really easy to read a book but not to actualize its tips oh definitely Mm -hmm. so Um, i think Honestly, if people were to just read one book mm-hmm. and then spend three, four months, maybe even half a year or an entire year just working from that book, the results would be more than compared to reading four or five books and not actually actively doing it. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but do you think that, like, still like reading them is a good notion like reading them to see whether they're good or not reading Um, them um to see like what you vibe with what you don't mm -hmm. i think the process of reading is just kind of interesting it's just kind of fun it's like a good use of time period period Um, so reading them is better than not reading them whether or not you actualize them Mm -hmm. but but yeah, it's just, there are some books that just give me, hmm, I shouldn't judge a book by its covers or titles, but there are some that just rub me the wrong way. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There are a lot of not so great books out there. Um, yeah, I kind of like wanted to add on this question. Like I know you talked about self-improvement books, but... Um, 
like have you ever experienced something similar when it comes to like speeches or something a bit more human in the sense that there's more like real life interaction for example maybe oh yeah like your mom's friend like a figure in your life who ta- who like gave you advice on self-improvement or maybe you watched a TED talk I think a lot of the self-improvement books and like the themes and motifs in them really spill over to TED talks like you see a like uh I don't know 10 million views on this one TED Mm -hmm. talk about sleep why sleep is great something like that ah sleep Mm, I think TED talks they're they're very calming um, and very intellectual. A person speaking at a stage in a poised, eloquent manner for 10 plus minutes. So they're interesting, but they don't vibe with me on a more basic level. They vibe with me on the intellectual level, and then I just forget about it. <laughs> what do you mean by basic level? I think, well, there's like, what's the word not Maslow's hierarchy of needs just kind of in terms of how people are organized at the most basic level there's the need for food shelter survival beyond that is like emotions I think because they're 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 the more they're the parts of us that first develop so they're kind of at our core Mm -hmm. and then after that we have more intellectual pursuits maybe spiritual pursuits on top of that so that's how I see it to be layered. And on a more basic oh, level, mm-hmm. if something if something is not in tune with my my aura, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like what I if it doesn't resonate with me on an emotional level, um, then I'll probably forget about it. Mm, I see. Mm-hmm. Do you think New Year's resolutions are more rooted in like the basic layer or like which layers which of the layers that you talked about do you think new year's resolutions usually tackle or Um, are born from i think they're usually born from some kind of insecurity or it doesn't have to be but most of them seem to be born from some insecurity Mm -hmm. i don't think that's the case with us or maybe it is i don't know but um (laughs) But yeah, born from some insecurity and there's a desire to change it, which manifests on like a social emotional level. Like you want to be seen and perceived better. You want to be better. But then a lot of people don't just don't have the direction to to implement it. You know what I mean? Like the reason why a lot of people fail is that on an emotional level, they're no longer interested in it they've become disillusioned or discouraged so they they just think it's not worth it anymore Mm, even on an intellectual level they can know that sleep is good for you sleep is important it increases lifespan but if they don't if their mindset is not there then they're not going to do it yeah that's really great because um kind of like on that note if we know that people fail all the time um, and we know that people get discouraged all the time. Why do you think New Year's resolutions have gotten so mainstream? Why do people keep doing it every year? 
Um, they probably hope that something will be different this new year. <laughs> Usually not the case, but um, I mean, there is a bit of a high in the beginning, as you had said, um, where they just feel motivated, driven, productive, and on top of everything. But then, you know, there's like that, that crash where it stops, and then eventually people just forget about it. And when they forget about it, it's kind of like neutral because they're back at their baseline. But the initial spike that a resolution offers um, can be can be alluring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. What, yeah. What do you think? Um, I think I agree with you. Um, maybe it's like psychologically or biologically ingrained in our cognitive functions but I think that as humans we're always striving for that extra flood of dopamine and serotonin Mm -hmm. Um, and so we're always pursuing these different highs and I think we kind of talked about this on like the happiness episode a bit but I think, especially in a society that's like so um, revolve, self-revolving around uh, like consumerism and um, social media, this idea of perception and like being perceived a certain way is very much heightened. Um, in this day and age and so I think a lot of people do like even if they fail um, they have this like hope that'll that it'll change like this time I'm really going to do this when it doesn't happen mm-hmm. yeah definitely um, mm-hmm. on the oh you know what you reminded me of well, not reminded me, but um, when you said self-revolving, I was like, wait, our concept of a new year is so, it, it just centers around, like the way that it centers around time is in a very linear way. Mm. Um, we have, cause like we have our days divided, our, our life divided into years and everything, but there's no reason why our internal compass has to align with a new year. A lot of people are like, new year, new me. But there's honestly no correlation between your identity and how a clock works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah say it louder for the people <laughs> in the back. Uh, I forgot what I just said. So <laughs> it doesn't work. But, but yeah, I think that a lot of people, hmm, I don't want to sound pessimistic of people here, but a lot of people don't really have the motivation and drive to start something in like the middle of October, say. It's just kind of a weird time. Oh, well, that's kind of contradictory. But like a lot of people won't just, they'll look for some nice date to start something. They'll wait for 4 o'clock p.m. to start doing their homework or like January 1st to set a new goal. And yeah, I just think that we should 
wait, what am I trying to get at? Um, I just think that um, like the way that we focus on external measures of time um, will mean that it probably doesn't coincide with our internal direction. So which is yeah. why you're probably failing. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. So then I guess the question that begs the question, how do we find like the perfect timeline for our internal compass? And what um, can we do to find it? Ooh, deep questions. Um, what can we do to find our time? Well, there's really no time that's, that's quote unquote perfect. There are times mm-hmm. that are that are nicer, like the second semester of senior year, but there's no perfect time, right? Because even though it's second semester, there's also a pandemic, so it's not the perfect time. Um, but as long as, we, I think as long as people have a drive to do something, um, then, and that's like something that is motivated internally, not just because other people want that same goal, so you feel the need to pursue it as well, but something that's motivated more internally um, as a result of like self-reflection then I think that is a way to develop this sort of internal compass and start a goal yeah I like that answer that was a bit all over the place but no it was great (laughs) yeah Um, okay so we're we are nearing the 50 minute mark. Um, are there any last thoughts that we would like to expand on, talk about? Good luck on your resolution. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I wish you good success as well. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed. Make sure you tune in on the next episode as well. Bye. Bye. <laughs>